WWE superstar Alexa Bliss, and you're listening to WNS. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I'm Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. And we welcome you to episode 348 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abair. You can also follow us on our YouTube, not our YouTube channel, <laughs> our, uh, <laughs> on our Facebook group page, WNS Podcast group. group. Check it out. Feel free to join it. We'll make sure to add you. Yeah. you really cute. So, so uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Oh, how are you doing? Tired. Yeah? Tired. You're recovering from illness. Yeah. Uh, you're recovering from Thanksgiving. Yeah. Nice Thanksgiving weekend. Nice relaxing. and long, relaxing uh, at least. Since I got sick, I was able to uh, stay home and not do anything, which, which is always nice. I did appreciate because with my schedule, I'm kind of going, going, going. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, I know we uh, we had we took the Thanksgiving week off so that we could enjoy it with our uh, our families and uh, also good timing, I guess, because uh, you know you ended up getting sick, so you got to take some time off and just sort of recoup and recharge the batteries for a few days, which is always nice. So uh, uh, we did not we did not get to talk about Survivor Series or NXT Takeover, which we will a little bit in this show. We might not do a match by match rundown, but uh, I definitely want to talk about our experiences because I had a wonderful time. Yeah, it was really really good, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna come out and say it. Just come out and say. I, I mean, I just came out and said. It. I looked her right in the eyes. I said. I said. I said, bitch. I'm the man of the house. You said that. Hmm? You you said that to her. Yeah. Ain't uh, nothing. Okay. NXT was better than Survivor Series. Yes. In my opinion. Absolutely. Um it was just I don't know. There was something about it. Uh, the, the 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 scenery or I don't know what it is about NXT takeovers that always feel more special than the pay per views that follow it. They're always just very enjoyable. Well, there's been some NXTs that's been meh. Yeah, there's been a couple, not all Grand Slams. But man, I totally enjoyed it. Yeah. So much. Even we got to see actually um, two matches before mm-hmm. NXT. The first one was all right. It yeah. was uh, Ruby Riot versus, was it Sonya Deville? Yeah. Yeah. They were in yeah. a group. Well, they fought before they split and went into their own separate group. Yeah. Because that happened after uh, Survivor Series, which we did not stick around for Raw and SmackDown um, and then, for, uh, as part of the four-day four weekend yeah. in Houston. But then we saw, because um, they did decide to show this, mm-hmm. uh, was the jo- I was kind of surprised that they, do, they yeah. went with that. Johnny Gargano versus uh, Pete Dunne. Yeah. Enjoyable matchup. Peter Dunne. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, Peter so, yeah, we got to enjoy uh, NXT TakeOver. Uh, like we said, phenomenal show. Uh, absolutely wonderful. Uh, I enjoyed the Hero-Lars match. 
the women's fatal four-way match was enjoyable. Um, I mean, the match of the night for me, I know a lot of people are saying war games. The match of the night for me, hands down, Velveteen Dream versus Aleister Black. That was just such a good match. Highly entertaining. It was one of the most entertaining matches, not even like for spots or anything like that, but just the entertainment value of it. Yeah, what they were doing to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you were surprised at the crowd, how they were behind uh, I really Velveteen was. Dream. Yeah, I, I know that they've been building Aleister Black for some time. Uh, I wasn't expecting Velveteen Dream to get the response that he did. Uh, very popular with the I crowd. I wonder if officials and- were the same way. Maybe I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like like I said uh, in the le- in the weeks leading up to it, I had not been watching NXT, so I didn't know. I kind of went in there with with fresh eyes. Uh, I was blown away at the response of Velveteen. I loved the uh, the fact that he had the the pants. His his charisma was all yeah. over the place. Um, it was a great match that told a great story. It was the simple. It was such a simple story that was told so well. I just want you to to say my name. Say my name. Say my name. The fact I went back and watched some of it on the on the network, and uh, you know the crowd the crowd is chanting, "Say his name, say his name," or Velveteen, Velveteen, and you know Velveteen looks at Alistair and he's like, "They know my name. Say it. Say my name." And so through the whole match, he's <clears> doing <throat> that. So to be part of the crowd, then to go back and and hear what went on in the ring, it, it made it just such I, a see, special I match. Didn't- well, even though I had the time off, I didn't think about going back and rewatching the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Did you? I didn't get to watch all of it. No, um, but I did go back and watch that particular match and and some of the war games. Uh, I still want to go back and rewatch all of it so I can get the commentary side on it as well and see how it came through. But all of the online responses that I saw, everyone loved NXT Takeover. They mm-hmm. thought it was one of the greatest. Um, the matches were all solid. You know. Um, with uh, that sucks, Drew get getting hurt. Yeah, Drew McIntyre suffering an injury. He actually uh, acknowledged it on his Twitter uh, this over the past week or two, uh, saying that he's going to be returning in 2018. So he's officially done. Supposedly he's done until after Mania. So mm-hmm. uh, so it could be a while before we see Drew McIntyre return. Um, that was another that was another fine matchup. Uh, it was a shocking uh, uh, ending. Yeah, uh, I know you were you were pulling for Andrade to, yeah, to win the the title, and and uh, things went in his favor. Now, whether it was the like, plan all along, or was it a last minute call? That you know, that, yeah, that's that sucks for Drew, but I liked Andrade more. So yeah, and uh, so uh, Drew suffered an injury. I think he tore a pec or something like that, and so he's going to be out for a number of months. Uh, War Games, holy crap! How fun was that match? Yeah. Um, well, okay, before I get into war games, so what was nice is the two rings, mm-hmm. and, like, they alternated rings yeah. during the matches and stuff, which was pretty cool, just mm-hmm. to say, and all that stuff, and I was just wondering what if, oh, oh, some, like, accidentally, someone threw some, uh, another person over the rope, but he goes into the other ring. I yeah. mean, that they probably had clear instructions, don't they were do like, that. Hey, don't you, yeah, don't, don't go do into that. that other ring, don't even acknowledge it, just yeah. do your own thing. But, yeah, going into war games... I didn't know what to expect because I did not actually do my research on war games because yeah. I didn't know anything about I knew about what it was, two mm-hmm. rings and there's a cage, but yeah. I didn't know the rules. And from from my understanding, they actually they changed a few things up. Okay. Uh, first off, they removed the the top of the cage, which was, you know, customary in the traditional WCW war games. There was a there was a cage on top of it. Yeah. Uh, there was a roof. 
So they removed it, obviously, so they could do the spots. And, uh, you know, it kind of looks weird whenever you've got like a seven foot guy and there's only like two, two feet above you that, you know, that you have to work with. Um, the, the way that they started the match uh, or they let the teams in also changed a little bit as well. I think they did one at a time uh, as opposed to the whole team. Uh, I'll have to go back and double check, um, but there were some. Well, what do you mean? Like whenever they had the teams locked in the cages yeah. and they released them all at once, they didn't do that uh, uh, in previous war to, games. They were supposed to. It would okay. be like one person from this team, one person oh, from that gotcha. team, one per, you know. So it builds up or something, yeah. something along those lines. They had, you know, or it was two teams of four, and they're on each end of the cage, and after a time, they'll go in. So, um, so. I mean, this was this was just fun. This was just a fun match. I'm glad we got to see it live. Uh, it was it was it was fun. All the the spots, all like the craziness that everyone was doing, and mm-hmm. there was almost too much to watch. Yeah, you and couldn't I, follow you know, everything. Yeah, that's the you know, same thing for people at home. They get to, they couldn't follow like even less because they only had one shot to go with. We. Mm-hmm. All we had to divert our eyes. That's all we had to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Yeah, the fans at home, they only got to see what WWE chose to show, which they didn't show after the, uh, after the spot where uh, they did the uh, suplex from the top rope through the table. Uh, who was it? Wolf? Alexander Wolf. They didn't show him at all until he came back into yeah, that, that ring. He was bleeding. He was bleeding easily. bad. Yeah. Um, what, they, what they didn't show is, you know, they cleared the ring. They made everyone go go to into the left that, side. Yeah, go into right go side, into the depending what side you're on. We'll call it the entrance ring. Yep, because that's the one where they yep. walked in through the cage. That was the entrance ring. the The back ring was where Wolf was. They tossed a towel in there to stop the bleeding, and they also got him close to the uh, the fence so they could, I guess, patch it up yep. or or whatever. But yeah, blood everywhere. Uh, that was that was ridiculous. Because uh, I saw the towel afterwards, and it was half white and half red. Um, uh, the whole time, after they patched him up and they put him in the ring, I'm like, don't hit that guy's head. Yeah. Do not hit his head. Do not hit his head. Yeah. Do not do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Just let him live. Yeah. Um, but, man, the the addition of the chairs, the chains, the trash cans, the I, I tables. I was saying to you, I was like, holy shit, is this like a first time they're bringing a freaking, cause, uh, freaking table in there? Because everyone's chain... Tables, tables, mm-hmm. and then they, you know, Killian and them are looking around. They're like, okay. "Okay, let's do it." I'm like, "Oh shit, they're bringing tables inside of a cage? What <laughs> the hell?" Not only tables, chairs, trash cans, and chains. Yeah. So it was uh, it was pretty nice. One thing that I didn't see that they showed on the network is that uh, Killian Dane swallowed the key when they locked up the the cage. Well, I remember, I remember seeing that. I remember the guys. In front of us, like, holy shit, he just ate the fucking key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard him say it, but uh, I didn't see it whenever it happened. Uh, the fact that he hit that coast-to-coast was nuts. Big man, coast-to-coast. That's coast. a big man doing that jump, doing that spot. Um, Adam Cole over as hell throughout the whole night and the next night. People were chanting, Adam Cole, baby! Yeah. So it was uh, it was incredible. It was It was a great time. We had some really good seats for NXT TakeOver. Um, although, with the Toyota Center, there really wasn't a bad view. We were just, true. we were, I mean, well, for, for Survivor Series, we were like second from the top. Yeah, well, for NXT, they had the top section like um, blocked off. Blocked off. So, mm-hmm. which I found, 
I was kind of expecting that, but I was kind of surprised that on the lower bowl they had parts. Yeah, because next to us, the section to the left of us was like um, they had. It was half. Yeah, it was half covered and half open. I was kind of surprised by that. I I figured like they would have sold. I guess they're like, I don't think it's gonna sell out. Let's let's tape it off so it doesn't look like there's empty seats. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the whole the whole show it was very enjoyable. Ember Moon got the uh, the women's title. Yeah, Andrade became the new NXT champion, and uh, Adam Cole, baby, undisputed era wins. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm glad that they didn't put the tag team titles on the line. Yeah, in that match, because I had a well, that would have been weird because you had three, and then Roderick Strong is in the mix. <laughs> as well. Yeah, that would be weird. So Roderick Strong is now a part of the Authors of Pain. Freebirds, Freebird rules. Yeah. We got Razor and Roderick Strong and the Authors of Pain. Uh, yeah, very enjoyable. And then we got to see Survivor Series, which in itself was was fun. Yeah. Uh, I had fun watching it. And uh, the, uh, the AJ Styles, I mean, okay, let's talk about a little bit about uh, Survivor Series. The start of the, uh, the pay-per-view, it was fun. The middle part of it died. Like the I crowd was, was dead. out of it. I was falling the, uh, asleep. The, um Natalia and uh, Charlotte. Not Natalia. Not Natalia. Alexa Bliss and what Charlotte. What did I say Natalia? Sorry. Alexa Bliss and um, yeah, yeah, Charlotte match. During, I was zoned out. During that match and the Miz and uh, Corbin, the crowd died. I was falling. I was literally falling asleep. Like I was like, I'm gonna, there's no way I can drive home after this. Like I'm falling asleep. Once those matches ended and we got to AJ's music, the crowd instantly woke up. I woke up. There was energy in that oh, I was in that building. for that match i was like let's do this that was such a good match yeah um and i called the ending too yeah, i called it early yeah, you did i was like it's gonna be a phenomenal forearm into the f5 mm-hmm. but uh i mean that didn't stop it from being any less enjoyable man um, i just like it just like i say this like all the time i have to like sit back and think i was just like man i can't believe this is brock lesnar versus aj i mean i was mm-hmm. the same way for joe yeah. Too, but you know. I know you're kind of disappointed that it wasn't Jinder Mahal, but I know. I think I think that they found a suitable replacement. Yeah. And they didn't get him to come out to screw AJ, so that's good too. Yeah. So um that just proves that they want it for that pay-per-view. Yeah. Better ratings or they think or maybe not better. Maybe it was, I don't know, but it's they they thought AJ versus Brock was better. It was. Yeah. It, it was. was. Yeah, yeah. Um no offense to Jinder Mahal, but I don't think that could have been nearly as exciting of a match uh, as AJ versus Brock. I mean, the first half of the match was clearly all Brock getting the offense in, and then AJ found a way to turn the tides. A couple near falls, close close calls. Oh, no. Can you imagine, like, AJ trying to, like, do, like, a Styles Clash to Brock? <laughs> I don't think he could have nope. even pulled that off. Uh, but the calf crusher yeah. uh, moment where he's just screaming in pain. You know, selling the hell out of it after the matchup. Um, it was great. It was a great match. Uh, had a lot of fun watching that one, and then we drove back from Houston that night. That was a that was a fun journey. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was uh, you, myself, Daryl, and Ryan. We had a great time, and uh, um, we gave our remaining tickets for Raw and SmackDown to Ryan so that he could have a very happy birthday. So happy, happy belated birthday. I know we told you early and we also told you on the day. We're going to tell you on the show. We're tell you on the show. Happy yeah, birthday. Happy birthday, Woo! Ryan. Woo! And we also want to send a special happy birthday to the one and only John David Garrett. His birthday is today. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Also, 
day before it was uh, former another former guest, uh, Steve DeMarco. Former guest of the show. Woo! Happy birthday, everybody. Yeah, yeah. If your birthday is this week, happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> it's hard to put that into text. Like, because I put a capital W, small, few small O's, and then I do capital O's. That's, yeah. You can't really do the swoop. You can't, swoop. you can't swoop it. You do that, then you put dot, 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 and like a arrow to left and say swoop. No. Okay. No, I'm not going to do that. But, that um, swoop. But yeah, what did you think about the uh, the main event of Survivor Series? The it started out five. pretty good. I didn't like the ending. The ending sure. was awful. Like, what the hell? But I mean, I did like... Okay, I've said it before, I like fresh new matchups. Like people who haven't yeah. even, like faced each other. Mm-hmm. Like I was totally digging like Triple H going up against Bobby Roode or Triple H going against Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. To me, that was cool. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it didn't last long because they got eliminated pretty quick. Yep. But that sucks. But uh, the whole Triple H agenda thing, I don't know. That was so stupid. It was dumb. They shouldn't have done it. There was other ways they could have gone around having that happen, but it was just stupid. And then poor Kurt Angle and my wife's like, you got to stop. Because I was like, oh, after, after like <laughs> Triple H, like pedigree Kurt Angle, I'm like, oh, 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 be careful, be careful, be careful. Well, that was He's a like nasty, a brittle little that was a, flower. <laughs> that was a nasty fall, though. Yeah, it was. And, you know, he checked on him a little bit. You mm-hmm. tell him. I'm like, he's a brittle little flower. Be careful with Kurt. <laughs> he's delicate. Yes, hurt Angle. That man's a Hall of Famer, damn it. Yeah. You don't treat him that way. I, I know what the, unless, unless he can't do it, they're still shooting for Kurt Angle versus Triple H. God help us all. Oh, my gosh. God help you, us. You, you saw in the ring Kurt Angle and, and John Cena. John Cena was being protective with him, too. And how how much of a throwaway was John Cena for this match? Yeah, he was. Like, he, he, Who eliminated him? Was it Finn? I don't even remember. It was bad. Braun? It was throwaway. It was. It wasn't Braun. Kurt? It might have been Kurt. But, all right. Well, we got to see John Cena. He got to shill off his new uh, his new merch. Hey, man, that's fine with him. He makes, <laughs> makes that money. money. He's in front of the crowd, just does his thing, and he leaves. I mean, mm-hmm. it's fine, you know? Yep. Uh, a couple things that happened on Raw and SmackDown. We got the carbon copy. Hey, can I copy your... Your homework, yeah, but only if you change it up a little bit. We got to see a few ladies uh, appear on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen um, that meme where it's like they're right next to one another? They yeah. look almost identical. Um, we got to see the return of Paige, and she brought her friends. Uh, who is it? Man- Amanda Rose? Mandy Rose? Mandy Rose. And, and um, DeVille. Sonya DeVille. Sonya DeVille, yeah. um, which we learned this week, their name is Absolution. Let's just get this out of the way. And then there was Ruby Riot. Mm-hmm. There was... Um, With two T's now, by the way. Yes. Sarah Logan. Okay, good. You remembered that name. I couldn't. Yeah. And Liv Tyler. Yes. Liv or Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> Liv, Liv Tyler, Tyler is uh, uh, like an actress. Yeah. <laughs> Daughter Liv of Morgan. Steven Tyler. See? Do it close. Other than Sonya Deville and um, uh, Sarah Logan, the other ones are kind of like similar Mm -hmm. just because you have like the punk rocker looking. Pale with dark, dark hair. Paige has got the blonde bombshells and you got the MMA fighters. When paleness. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, well, that's just in her jeans. Yeah. 
So you have Paige and Ruby, and then you have the two blonde ladies. What's really funny is uh, Kelsey was watching Raw with me a little bit. Like, she was playing on her phone or whatever, but she looked up when Paige walked down, and she was like, oh, my God, look how pale her stomach is. <laughs> I was like, I'm wondering if part of that is makeup or if she really is that pale. That's funny. I, um, so, because Daryl watched a little bit of Raw with me, and she saw that, and then later on, she watched SmackDown, and I was like, hey, watch this. Does this look <laughs> familiar with this? She's like, didn't that happen on Raw? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> So if you're only watching one show, yeah. you know, you, you, you caught what happened. So, yeah. So the uh, so Raw has Absolution. SmackDown has the Riot Squad. Interesting. Riot I like with, Ruby Riot, Riot with two Ts. I like Ruby Riot. Yeah. I'm a fan of her, so. Cool. Uh, we also got to see Roman Reigns last week become the new Intercontinental Champion. He put Miz out of action, who's going off to film a movie. Oh, I didn't know if he was taking some time. Because well, I didn't mm-hmm. know if he had the baby yet. No, that's still ways off. a few months away. Yeah. Um, movie. Oh, he's doing another Marine. Marine 6, I think. <laughs> 6? I don't know. I don't know. I've lost count. Shit. They have too many of them. Um, so, yeah. This week, we got to see Roman come out, cut a promo. Elias came out and said, I'm going to fight you. No, no, no. Elias was singing. And then he got the... The Mistourage to, you know, play harmonica. Well, that was later in the it. night. Oh, was it? That was before their match, which that was very long. That was very. That long. was a long segment that they gave him. I was wondering because I know uh, that they like to when when football season is in, they like to wait until halftime to have their big watchable moments, so that they hope that some of the people who are watching Monday Night Football will switch over to Monday Night Raw. So I was wondering if they were sitting there. Football could always beat wrestling. Yes. Any day of the week. Yes. Well, Houston was playing not very well, but they were playing. Um, But I was wondering if, like, they were sitting at the monitor watching the football game, waiting for halftime so that Roman Reigns could come out. (laughs) You laugh, but Uh, I think that's what they were doing. I think they had Elias go out there to stall until it was time. Um, and they sent the uh, the Miz Taraj out there as well to to help fill fill time for it. Um, but while we're talking about it, we might as well go into the matchup. Um, I thought it was an okay match, not nothing that great. Uh, Roman Reigns ends up defeating Elias to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, the more interesting part was that Samoa Joe came out and uh, put Roman to sleep. Well, I mean, they're gonna have to have something for. I mean, Miz is not going to have his title sh- uh, rematch until he gets back. Correct. So, and what sucks about this, though, is I know Joe's going to help with Roman and stuff, but Joe's mm-hmm. not going to win the title. They'll no. Just put it on Roman. Yep. This just sucks because yep. they have so many talented people, but I'm I'm ready for, like, Joe to be, like, the main champion. I know they have to get off Brock, and they're waiting mm-hmm. for that crap. That's going to take forever. Well, if – Plans go according to what plans have been rumored to go. Uh, it's going to be Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania, which means we'll have to get the title off of Roman because Roman's going to finally defeat the Beast at WrestleMania, get the title, fans are going to boo, whatever. And Brock's going like, to leave? Uh, I don't know if he's going to leave. It'll depend on what his contract states. Um, I think he signed an extension, but I'm not sure. Um, so maybe Samoa Joe is the one who takes it from him at Royal Rumble? 
I hope that'd be awesome. I want Royal him to Rumble have a title elimination chamber because there were there was talk about who's going to be facing Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, uh, and the front runner for the longest time had been Finn Balor, mm. but they lost interest in Finn Balor, basically saying the dude's not over. He doesn't have what it takes. They're they're doubting Finn Balor basically. I don't know if you follow his Twitter account or not, no. but he's starting to make puns as far as I'm over for, you know, just I'll get over it, you know, something like that. Um, he even changed his, his name. It's, it says uh, Finn Forever, but the uh, O, V, and E and R are all capitalized in forever. So he's, you know, he's, he's making his pleas or whatever, but I don't know if, if that's going to work. So, obviously, someone's going to need to go up against Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble. As much as I would love to see Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe 2, I don't want to see Brock Lesnar get the win again because that's exactly what would happen. Um, so, that leaves the question, who is going to be facing Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble? He's already defeated Braun. You're holding off on, uh, on Roman you would lo- I'd love to see Joe, but that would be awful for Joe. Um, I saw one comment that said, why not have it be a handicap match against Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, who part of the Shield, that could be like the warm-up, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. something like that. It'd be, it would throw it off. That way the title's not up for grabs uh, or maybe even a triple threat match or something. You know, yeah. Whatever they do, that could be an option. I don't know. Um but I don't know who. I mean, who do you think could be a viable contender for Brock Lesnar in January? Rhino. Mm, maybe not so much. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, and not Heath Slater either. Uh, he has kids. He does have kids, but um, Brock Lesnar doesn't give a shit about. Them. <laughs> that's true. I don't that's have been, anyone. That's been well established. I don't. I don't have anyone. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that could be our question for the week uh, on our on our Facebook group page. Um, who do you th- want to see face Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble? Let's say give him John Cena. I don't know. I don't know if they do that. Because they've already had their feud, and there's not really much build for John Cena for that. I mean, I know they'd go out and put out a pretty good match. Mm. I just don't know. I don't, I don't know if, about John Cena. I don't know. Let us know in the comment section. How about that? Uh, we got to see earlier in the night Seth Rollins going up against Cesaro. This was a fun match. It was a long match. Uh, they went like two or three commercial breaks. Yeah. And uh, it was an entertaining matchup. Seth Rollins got the win. Uh, they were questioned. He was questioned after the match. Hey, um, you know, with Dean being out on his honeymoon and uh, Roman. Oh, he just got married. He really he, got married. Or yeah, was that he a fake? And, no, he and Renee got married months ago uh, uh, but they've been working so much that they haven't had time for a honeymoon so they finally decided okay we're going to take our honeymoon and, and go um, so they're like hey so Dean's off doing his thing Roman's the intercontinental champion you came out to your own mu- music is, is the shield going their separate ways and he's like no we're, we're still doing our own thing we still got to get our uh, uh, our championship matches. In fact, next week we're challenging the yep. bar. We're invoking our uh, rematch clause, so uh, that way we can all be champions together. They are all the tag team champions. Um, so be on the lookout for that next week because uh, Sheamus was not 
on Raw this week. He was in Ireland on a sabbatical. So uh, we got to see Samoa Joe go up against Titus O'Neil. This was a fight. This was a hard-hitting fight. I thought Titus was legit pissed off. He looked like it. He looked pretty mad. Um, It was a short match, but Joe got the win, made it a win. He made it a win. Apollo Crews got in the ring. He was like, hey, man, what are you doing? You can't be doing that. And Guess what? Moe Joe's like, LOL, yes, I can. Good night. Put him out. Yep. <laughs> Don't fuck with Joe. That's right. Uh, we got to see Sasha Banks, who was supposed to team up with Mickey James and Bailey, going up against Absolution. Um, that's where we learned the name Absolution, but uh, Mickey James and Bailey were beat up backstage. Before Beat the up. match could even happen, so Absolution came out, surrounded the ring, said, hey, uh, so sucks about your friends, but tell you what, why don't you join up with us, submit to to us, and we'll let you... Submit to us. Submit to me. Absolution is supported by Absolute Vodka. vodka. Yes. That would be a great tie-in. Yep. Um, so, Sasha Banks says, no, screw y'all, gets beat down for the... Uh, for the troubles. They got a rub down. We all no. It beat down? Yeah, they got beat down. They got beat off. No. What? Nope. None of that. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh after that we got to see Bray Wyatt come out and cut a promo. I'd never had holidays before and childhood <laughs> and you're all dead. Ha ha ha. ha. <laughs> I laugh at dead people and stuff like that. <laughs> uh Matt Hardy came out. Quick matchup. Bray Wyatt gets the win. Down. He got beat down. So, this is the start of a well, it seems, broken Matt Hardy. A? Well, it seems like Matt Hardy could be having a breakdown. Don't mean like breakdancing. No. Not a breakdance. Breakdown. Okay. So, thank you, Michael Cole, for that subtle hint as to what is happening to Matt Hardy. <laughs> He's having a breakdown. <laughs> One could almost say he is fractured. <laughs> Not quite broken. He's fractured. Um, so let's, yeah, let's see what they're gonna do. So if they do that shit, what if like, okay, Jeff Hardy is Harvey. gone for a while. He comes back, does his own thing, and then he has interactions with his brother, and they fight and stuff. And brother Nero, and he turns him to his side. Yeah, this sounds so familiar. I don't know. Yeah, so it's gonna be. It would have to be a different version of... I well, mean, what, what's the status here's, on this whole here's, shit? Here's the status. Here's supposedly what's going on. Uh, TNA, Impact, whatever you want to call them, uh, they have marked all the former Brother Nero, Brother Broken Matt Hardy, all of that merchandise is has been put on clearance. So, the rumors going around is saying that they are no longer fighting for contention for the ownership of the broken gimmick. If that is the case, then uh, within a 30-day time span, now granted, I don't know when this actually happened, so we may have already finished up the 30-day time span. But in a 30-day time span, if no one has just cause to claim it, uh, claim it or file against it, then Matt Hardy would become the owner of the broken gimmick. Shit, let's swoop in. Which he could then uh, use either independently or into the WWE. I would get that shit independently. No, like he can do both. He'll be able All to do at the same time. Yeah, he'll be able to do whatever he wants with the with the gimmick. 
unless he decides to sell it to the WWE, blah, blah, blah. I mean, if he's planning to freaking retire after this, maybe. But, I mean, yeah. if he's planning to do little appearances here and there and still do the, the broken shit, keep it independently and let you still, mm-hmm. WWE can still make money off it. But Yeah. But, see, here's the thing. This is kind of what worries me about this broken gimmick, if it's being used in WWE. Vince has always been very anti-established something. You know, like Christian, he went off to, to Impact, made a name for himself, came back, and flatlined him. You know, if it's, if it's not something that's WWE organic, they kind of meh with it. You know what I mean? So the question is, if Matt Hardy gets the creative, uh, you know, gets the, the rights to the broken gimmick, is he going to have... Is he going to be allowed the creative freedom that he had over an impact? Because an impact, they pretty much let him do whatever he want. Yeah. They're like, dude, you can film a whole episode at your house just to help save us money. You can film uh, another segment in a match at another promotion. Yeah. You can go fight a kangaroo and yeah. we'll put it on there. Yeah. Because whatever you're doing is, is money for us. So will Matt Hardy have the creative control that he wants the creative freedom. Oh, so, uh, for bring his, back Senior Benjamin. Well, that's one of the things. Like, Vanguard One. Will he get to bring Vanguard One? Will he get to involve his wife? Will he get to involve his son? Will he get to get to involve all these other parts, these elements to the gimmick? Will it be what it originally was, or will no. Vince come out and say, "All right, you can do this gimmick, but I'm going to tell you how it's going to run"? I wouldn't think so because, like. Maybe Vanguard one, yes, mm-hmm. but Senior Benjamin, they're gonna he has to have, probably have to sign a contract. Yeah, so is his wife. Mm-hmm. Okay, even and that's Maxwell. the thing. They're even in Maxwell the middle. They're contract. in the middle of cutbacks right now, and they're not gonna put a child, a little infant, on on their they television. They would mention him, yeah. maybe, but not. But that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. Like they're they're already. This is gonna be a different version. Of course, version it's not gonna be three point Yeah. He's not version one, not version two, version three. Yes. So, no, yeah, it's going to be a different broken Matt Hardy for sure. So, with that being said, if we can already establish that it's not going to be the same, do you do it at all? Because it's okay. obvious, if, if it's obviously not going to be the same. If Matt Hardy can iron certain things out with Vince, mm-hmm. Matt Hardy's smart enough to get good shit over. Yeah. But... Like you said, we just, I don't know. Like, we already know there are certain elements that we're not going to see. More than likely, we're not going to get Senior Benjamin. If, we're not going to well, get his wife. We're not going to get his son. That's that's fine. We might not <laughs> even get Brother Nero whenever he returns from injury. Like, they might move him over to SmackDown and let him be his own thing. That's true. I don't know. I say still go with it, but it still would suck, though, if he did it and mm-hmm. then and Vince like, eh, I'm not feeling it, and they still kind of, like, it's bury kind it. Of, the way I feel about it is where we have Bray Wyatt now. Not where he was two years ago, where he had a following, where he had you know followers, and he was preaching his word. I'm same, not at that point. With same with the Vanguard and same with all that. That was part of the bro- broken gimmick. With, now you just have Bray Wyatt by himself preaching, and there's no one around following him. But no, no, here's you know? the thing, though. When... uh. Matt Hardy first started doing it. He was by himself. He, I mean, maybe he, he had was. his wife. Maybe, I think. But it built but into something. It built into something else. And I think, like I said, if they let him 
allow him some space. Matt Hardy is smart enough to come up with some shit. Yeah. But, but we don't know. That's We're one of those see things. See how it, it's going to turn out. Is it going to be his creative control, or are they going to say, "No, we'll get our writers on that"? And God forbid mm. they allow the writers to do something because we know how the lovely dialect on the show has gone. You can only imagine how that's going to be. They can't. I don't know. I feel like they can't write for him. No, you. He would almost have to have full creative control over that character, which is something I don't think Vince is going to allow. I really don't. I would like for it to happen. I want to see where they would go with it. I just don't see it happening. I could. I would be more than happy to be wrong about that. So that's We're another. We're just gonna have to see where it goes. Yeah, that's another thing. I want we to- hope the best. We've been. Well, I, my excitement has been. It has died for a long time for us because when it first got here, okay, okay, give us some time. Give us some time when mm-hmm. the hardest got here and there were yeah, the legal battles. And, and then oh, yeah, when they first got here, and, and we were like, what the fuck? Because like when they first got here. They won the tag team titles. I was like, oh, Matt Hardy's doing the delete sign. Mm-hmm. What the hell? But he's not going he out. do it subtly. Yeah. So. But he would walk out and do like the arms like out and laugh mm-hmm. like all crazy like, but then he was normal Matt Hardy. So. Yeah. My excitement has died down for it. Now I'm just like, let's see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, even on his Twitter, he's saying, you know, my vessel is not what it once was. Like he's going back to that, uh, that status on his, uh, on his Twitter account. And his wife was tweeting out, delete, 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 and all that kind of stuff. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, time will tell. Um, we got to see a fatal four-way uh, cruiserweight action. Uh, Akira Tozawa, Arya Davari, Noam Dar, and Rich Swan. The winner of this fatal four-way will go on to face the winner of next week's fatal four-way. The winner of that match will face Enzo for the cruiserweight championship, only to lose to Enzo because uh, Hideo Itami is on his way. That's where I see it going. Anyways. Um, Hideo's going to want to take it off of Enzo. I would think so. I would hope that that would be like uh, one of those three-minute matches. We've heard anything on Neville? Nothing. I haven't heard anything on Neville yet. I haven't heard any kind of status on if he's going to be coming back or if he's officially gone. or It's kind of up in the air right now. Um, But Rich Swan ended up winning that fatal four-way, so he's going to be facing someone next week. Or in two weeks' time, he'll find out who his opponent is next week. Uh, we got to see Asuka going up against Dana Brooke, and they cut a little <laughs> video uh, with Dana Brooke saying, you know, I've studied your your matches, and you're a slow starter, so I'm going to charge you right out the gate. I'm going to charge you right out the gate. Instant regret, because as soon as the bell rings, Dana Brooke charges Asuka. It was kind Asuka. of a weird, like, transition into I it. I thought it was great. I bet, the, uh, I bet the crowd was confused as hell. They were like, wow, that was quick. <laughs> What's so funny is, okay, one of my friends that, that lives with me, I was telling him about Oscar. His name has been said on this show. Doc, uh, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. Sushan, come on. Hat, uh, cat and hat. Uh, so he no just got in and told him about Oscar and stuff. Because he first was like, who's this weird chick with the baby face mask on? And that is then, the Empress uh, of Tomorrow. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, she's a pretty good wrestler. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then that happened. He was like, that was quick. I didn't get to see anything that she does. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know if she's a good wrestler or not. Blink and you missed it. Yeah. That's when you should have went, that's how good she is. Damn. Put away her opponent in ten less yep. than 10 seconds. She can put you away. That's right. She put you down. Put you down. Down. Down, down. So Oscar um, defeats Dana Brooke in hilarious fashion. Um, funny thing about that, after Raw went off the air or whatever, they posted a video of, like, what happened after their matches. And, like, Titus Worldwide approached Dana Brooke and was talking about 
you know, hey, you know, maybe there is room for you at Titus Worldwide, you know, and blah, blah, blah. What's funny is that they were talking about their matches and, and all that, and, you know, they're selling the injuries. And then in the background, you can hear JoJo going, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be going live in 20 seconds. You hear the crowd cheer, and then while they're talking, you hear, you hear the signature for the show. The little dun, 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 dun. So you're like, okay, they obviously filmed this before Raw, before their matches, and then they tried to pass it off and whatever. Mm. I'm like, if you if you know what you're listening for, it's clear as day. Yeah. That was not after Raw. That yeah. was before Raw. Yeah. Anyway, it's just the little nitpicky things. It's the little. Thing. I don't have an issue with them doing that because, you know, the whole wrestling. Is it real? Is it not? Conversation comes into play, but it's like, come on! It's so you're telling me that in that entire building there was no one who noticed that, and it was like, hey guys, we might need to reshoot this because someone might notice that it was before. Like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, screw it. It's WWE.com. No one's going to that website. I quit. I quit. Yeah, fuck it. I quit. <laughs> Um, so after the matchup between Asuka and Dana Brooke, Absolution came out and stared at Asuka, and she stared back. She didn't back down. Like this? She didn't back down, but she did back up. Not yep. like that. Okay. Uh, she did back up and lived to fight another day. There were some backstage segments earlier in the night with uh, Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan. Hey, man, how's the knee? Oh, yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm fine, yeah. I'm good, Dad. Good, Dad. I'm really good. Shut the fuck up, Dad. I'm good. Just let me fight. I'll fight Kane, and I'll, uh, I'll make him wish he was never born. Yeah. I'll make sure he doesn't win that uh, 40. mayor. Uh, they were in Knoxville County, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Are you from Knoxville? Because you're the only 10 I see. Uh, so anyways, Kane defeats Jason Jordan via, via count out after he satellite. hurt his knee again. It's all coming into question, but... No, thanks to the excellent training staff at WWE, he was able to make a full recovery until he tweaked his knee again. And then Finn Balor came out. Finn Balor, yes. He came out and, uh, hey, we're just going to put Kane in two matches on Raw tonight. There you go. Why not? Yeah. Uh, This will help his chances to become mayor. Yes. There was an after party uh, after Raw with Kane. Glenn Jacobs, I'm sorry. No, no relation to Kane. Oh, was I don't Kane even know there? why we're talking. Was Kane there? Ah, uh, in spirit. Okay. So Finn Balor goes up against Kani, and uh, Finn Balor wins via disqualification. Yep. Then Braun Strowman returns, Braun! clutching at his throat. <clears throat> Still hurts a little bit. Destroys Kane. Uses the chair to do the same thing to Kane, but he does it twice. Which Ooh. Is Twice as devastating, and rather than go see a paramedic, he crawls over the barricade. The fans are laughing at him, and he leaves the arena to go celebrate an after party. I mean, Glenn Jacobs went to whatever. You get the idea. Nope. No? Okay. So, that takes us over to SmackDown. We had Shane and uh, Daniel Bryan cut a little segment talking about, well, you didn't fire Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. What's the deal? Dana this Bryan's whole angle like, is weird. It's very weird. Because I don't know what they're getting at they're or showing, what they're trying to do. They're showing dissension between uh, Dana Bryan and Shane O'Mac. It's like in my head, I'm like, when is he going to wrestle? 
When is who going to wrestle? Debra B. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. Fuck. I know. He's going to kick Shane. The earliest we'll probably see him wrestle will probably be 90 Never. days oh. after September whatever of 2018. Because that is the day that his contract with WWE comes to an end. And he There's some people have to work have to know what he's gonna do. That boy wants to wrestle. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of will the WWE let him? Probably not. So they're still working towards it. Miz has said he wants to he wants to fight Daniel Bryan one more time. Um I'm sure Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn would love when, to. When, get when did Miz him. say that? Uh it was in an interview uh like a week or two ago. Um, so we got to see New Day going up against Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin as the Usos were at ringside. Uh, what the hell? So Big E had like pancakes now, pancakes in his wrestling gear. Yes, and he had syrup, warm maple syrup in the plates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was as goofy as hell. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> it's like is maple syrup supposed to be hot? <laughs> yeah, of course. Do you not eat warm maple syrup? I do cold. You cold? Cold. Are you strictly cold maple syrup? I can do warm. Can you do room temperature? Yep. Okay. Well, that's okay to do. So, so I was kind of surprised that uh, Gable and Benjamin took the loss uh, in this match. I figured they were going to try and uh, have them going up against the Usos uh, for the tag team titles. So, Unless they drop them. Maybe. That sucks. Shelton Benjamin comes back. Gets Immediately paired up with Chad Gable, and now they're trading wins and losses. In typical WWE fashion. Uh, not everyone, but certain WWE superstars they bring back from the past, they get this treatment. Yep. Not all Look of them. at Rhino. Yep. That's where Rhino is. Paired up with someone. Wins and losses, wins and losses. Now they're not even on TV. I mean, they were the tag champs for a while. Yep. They were the first ever SmackDown tag team champions. They were. Should you recall? They're not the first tag team champions. But, you know. With those championships, with those, okay, the blue those. nickel belts. Nickel belts. Yes. They nickel are. Back. Nickel back. No, we ain't doing that. This is a graph. Look at this graph. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Anywho. Sorry. We got to see Harper, Rowan, Bludgeon Brothers. I could care less. You could? Yes. You could care less? I couldn't care less. You could Do not it. care less. We've been to this before. You you said to me last time. I said the same shit, and you did the same thing to me. I did the same. I did the same to people who want to ask me a question. Oh shit! I'm like, why would you want to do that? And they're like, do what? I'm like, ask me. That's terrible. They're like, ask. <laughs> there you go. I'm like, oh okay. That's much safer. I would much more prefer you ask a question. Um, but this led to what did that question ever do to you to make you I know, like, right? kill it? Mojo turning Mojo out of Zach nowhere. Ryder. That ain't hype. Good for him. He ain't hype. I don't know. I just don't care. Yeah, he even talked about like backstage. It was like tides have shifted or something. You know, the, the times have changed. Times have changed. Tides have shifted. Winds of change are yeah. blowing. Fart. Uh, yeah, we'll see. The, so the Bludgeon Brothers get a very quick victory They're over the about to start a feud between Mojo and Zack Ryder. Because New Day is awesome. Oh, New sorry. Day rocks. New Day rocks. Uh, we got to see backstage Bobby Roode challenge Baron Corbin for the United States Championship. 
Corbin declines. So be on the lookout for Bobby Roode versus Baron Corbin at night of uh, Clash of Champions. Night of Champions. Night of Champions. I expect Clash Bobby to win the title from Booby Roode from Baron Corbin. Booby Rod. Booby Rod. Bobby Roode. There was a Bod. meme uh, online where it was like they showed a picture of Triple H and Bobby Roode face to face from Son? Survivor Series. They were like, oh, when. 48-year-old Triple H fights 40-year-old Triple H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is crazy that Bobby Roode is 40 years old. Like, how many more years does he have? Same with AJ. Like, they're trying to build him as a as a new star. He's, like, kind of late in the game. Years. Although DDP has had the same run. He didn't get in. He didn't start getting mainstream until he was 40. Not saying that everything that Bobby Roode beforehand has not been mainstream, but, you know. WWE's on a whole nother level. Or he's basically being treated like a rookie. They're like, oh, this fresh young talent. I'm like, dude, it's 40. Anywho, uh, AJ Styles goes up against the Singh brothers, two on one handicap match. Um, Jinder Mahal attacked AJ Styles before the match gets going. Come back from it was commercial. Beat down. Beat down. Before the match, um, come back from commercial. This match starts. AJ Styles gets the win. And Jinder Mahal attacks the Singh brothers, and supposedly, according... One. Huh? Oh, he did the Colossus to one of them. Oh, I thought they attacked the other one as well. No. Oh. Well, anyways, either way, PW Insider has indicated that the Singh brothers may be done with uh, WWE after the uh, the beatdown. I put down. It says down. Maybe down. Yeah, I see that. Maybe down. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for reading out my typo. Might be done with WWE. Because I read that earlier. I was like, I don't know what that means. They're down with the sickness. They're down. So that means they're going to be with WWE. Come on, get down. That sucks if they're done. If they're like, get up. Come on, get down. We have nothing for you. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Surprise. Typical WWE fashion. We have nothing for you. I know we could put you back on 205 Live as the Bollywood boys, but we're not going to. Cut you. Man, that'll suck. Yep. I was so excited for those dudes. Well, it's not confirmed yet, but it's, you know, rumored, indicating, whatever. However you want to take that bit of news. Um, it's not real to me, damn it. Damn it. After that, we got to see the Riot Squad going up against Charlotte, Naomi, and Natalia. Do you think that, that accent from Sarah Logan's fake? That old country girl. Oh, my God. That was awful. Yeah, Daryl's like, that is so forced. I was like, yeah, I know. I'm just a good old sweet girl coming from, come, come from the country. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Me and my boyfriend are going to ride horses. We're going down to the creek to fish. <laughs> well, Tyler, you know me, me and you, we, we speak good and we from Texas. We uh, good old southern boys. You know, I don't talk like that, but some things I say I have like a little twang to my voice. We got them little twangs that everybody twang. been talking about. Boy, I'll tell you what, man. Get on that what? dang old internet. Just get on there to www.negachick.com. Just get on there to click, 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 click. Speaking of that, there was... Uh, life experiences, man. When Halo... Uh, I forgot which one it was. Three or three? Three? The best uh, one? When it, Let's be honest, fans. When we were playing fans. online and stuff. Let's and, be honest, listeners. Halo 3 was the best Halo. I don't care what you say about Halo 2. Halo 3 was the best. It was good. Uh, Multiplayer, at least, was by far the best. I was playing best. online, and there was this chick... Uh, on there, she had like a thick, like country accent. So I did that. I was like, Yeehaw! Me and Bog are going forward. We're going to the creek and we're going to fish. And she's like, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, Shut up for a beat your ass. I used to go, I don't sound like that. 
And I was like, yeah, shoot, do. <laughs> it's, just someone, it's just someone else talking to you like that. <laughs> Here, hold my bear. Hold my bear, watch this. <laughs> God. It's really funny because whenever I went on my Alaskan cruise back in like 2006, 2007, somewhere around there. Yeah. It's 2006, I think, because that was right before. Whenever hur- the hurricane came through. Anyways, met some people from Ohio. Yeah. And they're like, so where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Texas. And they said, oh, really? How long have you been there? I was like, I was born there. I've lived here my entire life. They said, oh, I don't, I, I can't tell the slightest bit of accent. I'm like. I'm sorry. Do I need to hop on my horse and go to my oil See, rig? You don't something? have it. I have the twang in my voice. When I get really tired, I do slow down a little bit as far as talking, so I can have a can have a little bit of an accent. No, it's not that. Oh, it's not, I'm just tired. Fuck Sometimes it. I let my like my speech like slip a little bit, and it has like a little twang to it. Twang, and I'm like, I stop. I'm like, God. Damn it. Yep, boy, I tell you, ain't nothing quite like a nice Texas accent. It's one oh, of the I hate nice, it. I hate this One accent. of the nicest accents to have, I'll tell you what. I'd rather not. And the best thing you can have on a road trip is a good butane regulator. <laughs> butane regulator. <laughs> I, saw, I saw an interesting fact about that because that, that particular line was from uh, Tom Anderson on Beavis and Butthead to America. Now, the reason why he didn't go with propane, as is commonly known with uh, Hank Hill from King of the Hill, is because that show was in process in the process of being made when Beavis and Butthead Do America was being made as well. So Mike Judge, the creator of both of those shows, didn't want there to be that crossover. So he switched it from propane regulator to butane regulator. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That's just a nice little bit of film trivia. <laughs> ball ball <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite quotes from tom anderson on Beavis and butthead to america is when he's in the white house he goes boy i tell you what i could stay here all day long and then as soon as he says that a security guard comes up and says, sir i'm gonna have to ask you to leave now wait just a damn minute i'm a veteran of two foreign wars i'm about to kick your ass <laughs> um so anyways, we got to see the Riot Squad with two T's now go up against Natalia, who uh, walked out of the match. Naomi, who was taken out of the match. That looked real. Yeah. About that whole that thing was, that Sarah Logan did to her. Like, I didn't see her hands get put up whenever she did, like, that thing and her face hit the... The steps? Yeah. Well, that's because you couldn't see her hands. I mean, you could see her You elbows. could only see her legs. I mean, you could see from no, the No, you could only see her legs. No. From the angle, you could see, like, elbows or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't see shit. But after that, uh, so the Riot Squad defeats Charlotte, in, in essentially. Um, earlier in the night, uh, Corey Graves had mentioned that Beth Becky Lynch was injured from Riot Squad from last week, um, but she's actually out filming a movie. So they're, with they're doing Yeah, they're doing all these, like, oh, they're out with an injury. Why don't they just say they're taking time off to go film a movie? All right? They'll They've be back in a few before. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. They've done it for Miz. They're like, he'll he'll be back in a few weeks. He's off filming a movie. Like. David O'Tonga's some of, filming a movie. Yeah. Some of the excuses they come up with. No, they did do that. No, no, no. I'm just saying he's not right now. But he's not, but he did at he one did. time. 
Tom Phillips went and got married, and they was like, oh, he's on assignment. Like, real, like, dude, make up something better than that. He got married. Got married. Why didn't you just say that? Just happy Hurrah. wishes from all of us here at SmackDown Live. You're getting married. WNS it's great. Podcast. WNS Podcast loves you. Put your dick in your mouth. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Put your dick in your mouth. <laughs> Uh, so Becky Lynch is out with injury. Then they came out uh, today and said Naomi suffered injuries, separated shoulder and bruised clavicle or something like that from the Riot Squad uh, and could be out for a while as well. But I haven't heard as to why she's actually taking time off. So, um, she really got hurt, damn she it. She really got injured. It's still real to me, damn it. We'll see. Um, let's see. We got to see the Fashion Files sawed. Just like in Saw. You're shaking your head no. Did you not enjoy this segment? I loved this segment. I laughed so much and probably for all the wrong reasons. The fact that they beat a dead horse, which is them acknowledging, yeah, we know these segments have run way too long. Yeah. The fact that that the Ascension were like, don't worry about us, man. Save yourself. And he's like, we're trying. We're trying to get out of here. I loved it. I was cracking up. It, none of it made any sense, but it was hilarious because they were like, dude, what's, what happened? Oh, God, you guys are here. And it's like, yeah, we're, we're your, your friends. We're your we're friends. Not, no, we're not. You're not my friend. You're not my friend. Shut up. Stop talking to me. Oh, you came back for us. Now I got to get my hat. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't find that funny? Uh, a little bit. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's fine if you didn't. Just, you know, you're wrong. It was, funny. <laughs> you're wrong. It was a funny segment. Shit. I thought it was one of the best segments that they've they done. done. Yeah. Yeah. I was cracking up. <laughs> Being a dead horse. Like, and the poisonous gas. And they're like, all right, later, Connor, later, whatever your name is. Like, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yourself. it is to be continued. Then we got to see the main event Kevin Owens versus Randy Orton. No disqualification, yet somehow Sami Zayn is barred from ringside. So, no disqualification. How does that work? Yeah, um, I was like, what the hell? And as soon as I saw Kevin Owens going over the barricade, I'm like, oh, we're about to see Sami Zayn. Because they are no longer at ringside. They're around the arena. They're at the entrance ramp. I was actually expecting them to go backstage. Um, but they ended up at the uh, the rampway where Sami Zayn came out with a chair and attacked uh, Randy Orton, which ended up you costing. Like Randy Orton growing out his hair? I thought it was weird. Like, I've seen him, like, with his hair growing out a little bit. But, like, the, the oh. yeah, it was weird. It's I, mean, I don't have anything bad to say about it. I don't really have anything good to say about it either. Oh, shit. So, I mean, it, it, it was what it was. The match was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kevin Were Owens... Were you surprised that Kevin won? Uh, a little bit. Although, you know, with Sami Zayn's help, it's kind of like, oh, okay, so that's how they're going to allow Kevin Owens to get the win and it not be like a fully clean win over Andy Orton. Obviously, it was not clean. It was clean. It was dirty. It was clean. It was dirty. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh. So, anyways, uh, so that pretty much does it for SmackDown. Let's go into hot topics. Big hot topic news. Um, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. Did you hear about this news? Yes. That's exciting. I'm kind of interested about this. So, they're putting their own money into it. I don't understand yes. how. Self-financed. So, they're going to run their own event. They're running their own event. with. They're trying to get ROH on board. Yes. Um. They're trying to get a 10,000... They're trying to get a 10,000-seat uh, venue. Where so, can you get that at? I mean, basketball courts anywhere. Oh, okay. Like, you know, Toyota Center is like a 17,000. So that's, 
that's kind of big. Um, but something similar to it. They're putting on that. They, they got to get. They got to get the stars. They got to get like. They're going to. But it's the thing is, is that it's not a promotion. It's coming straight out of their own pockets. That's gonna be like a super fucking show. Yeah. Well, depends on what they can afford and who's willing to maybe take a little less money to do a show. But I would think they would get Kenny. Kenny would help him out. Oh yeah. Anyone all from the Bullet, Bullet Club. Club. Yeah. Bunch of maybe Ring of Honor get, guys. Maybe they can get some of the Japan guys. Yeah. I mean, they can tell them, hey, this is a non-televised event. We just want to show people what we can do. Is it a non-televised? I do not know. The details are to follow. Um, so there are places that they have been looking at. I think uh, Los Angeles, Chicago. Why are they um, doing this? That I'm not sure of. Maybe just to say this is something we want to do. We want to run a show our own way. Um who knows? I mean, why do, why do people do things? There was something why, to prove. Why some, do people with some, money tend to spend it? <laughs> well, this is something to prove. I mean, this is a this is a big gamble. Yeah, it is. Uh, and I know there's going to be a lot of doubters out there. I mean, if I could go, I would love to. But you got to think if you can uh, if you can book an event if, if you can book a venue for five thousand dollars, sell tickets for say twenty bucks each, and it's a ten thousand. Or it's a ten thousand venue. That's twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, um, and I'm sure there will be a few tickets that'll be because they're gonna have to get more a staff. Yes, they're gonna have to get medical staff. They're gonna have they're to gonna get have wrestlers. To have medical staff. They're gonna have to get people to work, like you know different people to work the events mm-hmm. and stuff. So I mean, shit. Let's see. Here's here's the uh, report according to a wrestling news source who's reporting it from Pro Wrestling Sheet. Uh, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks decided that they would self-finance an event, which is referred to as All In. So the, uh, the event itself is going to be called All In. The report also states that various aspects of the plan have been rapidly progressing over the past few weeks in regards to an official announcement being made. Last weekend, Cody uh, posted a photo of his official Twitter page showing that he and the Young Bucks were on a scouting mission with fellow Bullet Club men- member Marty Scroll. Uh, furthermore, the following locations are considered to be front runners for the show. So if you happen to be in this area, let us know. Uh, Chicago, Illinois, London, England, San Francisco, California, and Ontario, California, where the Bullet Club's invasion of WWE took place, which would be really funny. Um, Pro Wrestling Sheets report goes on to say, state that Cody and the Young Bucks are looking to partner with Ring of Honor due to the three having exclusive domestic contracts with the company. However, it remains unclear as to whether or not any sort of deal has been worked out as of yet. So, if that were to happen, obviously you're going to see some Ring of Honor guys. You're probably going to see a few New Japan guys uh, show up as well. You're going to see a lot of indie talent. Um, I think it'd be a really cool show. I wonder how that would work if like, they try to... They can't go for Evolve guys, I wouldn't think. Maybe certain Mm. ones. I don't know, because they... Don't Evolve have, like, a relationship with WWE? Yeah, they are kind of in that umbrella. Yeah. So, um, WWE has their thumb on certain indie yeah. indie things. Yep. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe <clears throat> they could go for Chikara. Chikara. Um, who else? Who are some other notable promotions out in the world? I mean, you can get some, you can probably get some UK talent who happen to be in the States at I that particular time. I wouldn't think they could get anyone from TNA. No. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think they could get 
Well, maybe, I don't know. Isn't Lucha trying to let people work on indie events? It's depending on if it's going to be televised or not. That's, I would think it would, man. That's that's the think, only thing. If it's televised or pay-per-view or whatever, something where the general public that is. That it would be televised. It would, it would also, they would try to get it, like high spots to be there or something like to film it. Or, yeah. Well, see, and, and that's the thing. If, uh, if it is going to be televised or a pay-per-view, then whoever shows up, that the company that they work for, like Lucha Underground, might not let them do it because, like, no, those are our guys. Mm. They're under contract with us. Uh, if you want them there, you're going to have to cough up some dough. So it, it all depends on, A, is it going to be televised? B, who are they going to be bringing? You know, what are, what are the elements? Are they going to try and do a pay-per-view? Is it going to be a stream online kind of deal? Um, you know, it, I'm sure they're working out those kinks as well. Like, what yeah. are we going to do? Are we going to book it and uh, film it, but not televise it and just sell it? Trust a DVD? me, I mean, there is the, the world's full with indie wrestlers mm-hmm. and stuff. But like I said, contracts with certain companies. Yeah. So it's going to be really, I'm really intrigued by this because it's something that's never really, I mean, it's been tried kind of with other other workers but well hopefully they can get hopefully ROH gets with them yeah at least they can get people mm-hmm. but I mean ROH always always makes deals with certain people to bring certain people in too yeah so they can get that going too so the question is is it going to be like ROH presents all in or is it just going to be like no we'll reach an agreement you can use the ring of honor talent pool you know, like some of our guys will come in there, work, if we get a little piece of the pie. You know? Maybe. I mean, that's the same thing with, like, Chris Jericho's cruise. Yeah. Like, they're not, ROH is not presenting it. Mm-hmm. It's Chris Jericho's thing. Yeah, and it's coming out of Jericho's pocket. So, so he's putting all of that together. Same thing here. So. Bullet Club presents. You might be able to do Fog. that. It's like NWO presents. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah different but you know but Bull i'm club. i'm really looking forward to seeing how this progresses in the next few weeks uh cody presents what's his last yeah. name can't say okay it's cody, cody. The american nightmare cody cody all in so that's going to be the name of it so be on the lookout for that and uh who knows i'm it's it's kind of exciting to see the the fact that they're willing to go out there put their own money on the line for something like that i think that's pretty cool uh and i hope it's i hope it's successful um, speaking while we're on the to- uh, topic of Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor uh, will be available to watch on Stadium TV. Uh, if you're unaware of what that is, you can go to their website, watch <laughs> watchstadium.com, and uh, find local listings, or maybe you can watch it on their app. Uh, so just let just getting the word out. If you do not have Ring of Honor in your area, there is a possible way for you to check it out. Um, now let's move over to uh, Sexy Star. I don't know if you heard about this one. Uh, she was reportedly involved in another shoot fight uh, during a match while she was uh, she, because she received a stiff kick to the head, and uh, she immediately no sold it. Started to attack her kicker, and uh, this just went downhill from there. Good lord, be careful! Yeah, so I don't know if it was just that's oh, what's been reported. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, I saw a video, and it looks like it might have just been a stiff kick, like. It wasn't like a fully intentional, I'm trying to knock you out. I do not recall. Um, But it did not seem entirely intentional. I might 
be looking at it wrong or I might not have seen enough of it. But, uh, yeah, Sexy Star got up and started uh, just no-selling and wailing away. So it's kind of uh, not a good sign for Sexy Star. Uh, I don't know whether it was a retaliation thing for the incident that happened a month or two prior. Or maybe prior, it was just part of the show. Maybe it was just part of the show. They're trying to work a new uh, shoot style. Who knows? Mm. Um, but, yeah, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com, and you can find the link for that. And it has the video, dot, not .org. Um, Chris Jericho, if you're a fan of his, he has started his own YouTube channel. YouTube. So, so you can look that up and follow him or subscribe if you know you haven't already. And feel free to subscribe to our channel, WNS Video. So it's one way to lo- listen to the show. Uh, Goldberg is making waves. He's going to be uh, making a guest appearance on the upcoming episodes of The Flash. I know Goldberg was on the TV show The Goldbergs. Yeah? Yeah, he was. Who did he play? I don't know. Goldberg? Probably. Yeah. He's a football coach. That's right. Uh, So, yeah. So, if you're a fan of The Flash and you're a fan of Goldberg, then you're going to love those episodes. If not, hey, who cares? Um, And final bit of hot topic news. WWE are supposedly considering the first ever women's elimination chamber match. Uh, There's also rumors and reports going on uh, that they are also rumored to uh, have the first ever women's Royal Rumble uh, in 2018. Yeah. also, the first men's bra and panties match. Hey, there you go. There's there you to, go. There's something to look forward to. That last one is actually in, inaccurate. There's been no oh. reports of that oh, uh, as of late. Sorry. But the uh, Elimination Chamber and the Women's Royal Rumble are speculated, rumored. Will we see it? What Time about a Women's Inferno match? Hey, let's do it. A Women's Buried Alive match. You burn my hair. Or a Women's Join on a Pole match. A what on a pole? Whoops, what? Joint on Joint? a pole match. Smoke, RVD. Smoke. Anywho, that's all I got. You got anything? Mm, nine. Nine what? That means ger- that's German for no. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. If you have any questions for us, make sure to leave it on our YouTube channel, WNS Video. Uh, you can leave it on our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. You can also check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com or WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes if you so choose by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear and Instagram at Instagram Abear underscore mode. Man, I haven't been posting anything. My dog has more followers than That's you. That's true. That sucks. Which you can follow at Archie underscore Corgi. All right, follow your that dog. That adorable dog. I just haven't been putting out material, so. He's precious. Precious. Not that precious. Oh, uh, sorry. But now, He's yeah. a biter. That's for sure. Got me there, yeah. there, 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 and there. I would like to put out more stuff. I just haven't had the time. Get to it. Get that uh, video editing software and a laptop. I want a laptop. Get a laptop and a Nintendo Switch. Oh, my and God. I want all that Super stuff. Mario Odyssey. Oh, it's going to be a while before I get a Switch. <sighs> yeah. I'm lacking in movies and video games. I want to get the South Park Fractured Butthole. I still haven't gotten WWE 2K18. I still need to get Super Mario Odyssey. We still need to play Cuphead. Yep. It's going to be nuts. So, anyways, we'll get to that one day, maybe, if life doesn't get in the way. For the podcast crew, I'm Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler A. Bear. And we will catch you all next week. Ball. Ball.